Landon Bale a bit awkward to go and out fast Fernando Mick from the outside and the old warrior's going to come across and lead from Captain Larry. Baby JC crashing into the rails, trying to get there now. They're followed by Mortified Landon Bale, well back to Victor Damien at the end, Indy Fido and last Lavaz Bale, but the old boy the evergreen warrior, Fernando Mick led by seven lengths to Baby JC and then Captain Larry but it is all Fernando Mick he is a mile in front of the Australian Cup and he's going to bolt it in. Fernando Mick won it by four, beating Baby JC, Victor Damien, flash time to run third, then Captain Larry, they were clear then to Indy Fido, Landon Bale, mortified and love as Bale at the end, but the old boy, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, well called. Well called, James Vandermart. He is the gift that keeps on giving. He's a remarkable greyhound, Fernando Mick. Uh, I think he started around $4.50 there on Saturday night, but he won like an odds-on chance in one of our biggest races, the Australian Cup and for trainer David Gill, it would have given him a great thrill, and he joins us now on Big V Racing. David, congratulations on the victory on Saturday night, and what you've been able to do with this greyhound, it's quite remarkable. Yeah, hi, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. It was uh, really special. Uh, there's no doubt. Um, you know, we have been fortunate over the years to win some of the, the big ones, but uh, this was really special for us, and there's a few little stories, you know, behind the scenes for the owner, and mm. Uh, and, um, yeah, the Australian Cup is one of those big three of the Grand Slams, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. I, I, and I want you to, to elaborate on those stories in, in just a moment. But the Greyhound, Fernando Mick, he's been to the well 101 times. He's turned four. They're not really meant to be doing it at this age, David. He's just incredible. Uh, no, that's right. Like, it's, uh, you know, when you get up around that, a uh, number of starts in that age, you know, there's veteran races. They call them veteran races for the veterans, four-year-old and upwards. And, and, and normally they are for dogs that have, um, you know, as they've got older, they've lost form, their times have dropped away, and they're sort of, uh, yeah, they're not going to compete, compete in group ones. And we're just so lucky that he's been sound, Fernando Mick. A uh, very, very sound dog and, and terrific chaser. Uh, well-balanced uh, in his races um, when they crowd up and things like that. He's very well balanced, the dog. and um, It's just, yeah, to, to, to do that, um, I, th- I believe someone pointed out it was Ned Bryant, the great Ned Bryant, uh, had a dog called Franklin Dino a long, long time ago, 20, 25 years, I don't know, but uh, he was the last one that might have won, uh, did, did win the Australian Cup. So yeah, he's sort of pretty an elite company, um, Fernando, I think that's for sure. Yeah, I think it was 1964, is that right? Or it might have... Uh, I had it in front of me, 44... Oh, anyway, I had it in front of me before. Um, remarkable effort, David. I remember he finished second in the Melbourne Cup late last year, and I remember hearing you speak after he won his heat, and you were asked whether or not you thought he was good enough to be a Melbourne Cup winner, and you, you sort of hesitated, and then you, you said, yeah, no, I, I do think he can win a Melbourne Cup. And he almost did. Has he come on in the last six months, or has he just had a little bit of good luck? What What's been the key to his, you know, outstanding outstanding success, you know, in the last half a year? Well, certainly, um, being such a, a great chaser, very competitive dog, he doesn't like to to get beat. He, he doesn't like dogs if they. It doesn't matter how fast they are. Like Baby JC, she's a brilliant bitch, and when she sat up outside him. She was entitled to whip over and cross him, but he, he just goes into an overdrive. He won't let dogs get past him. He tries his hardest, and 
and just beginning, Matt, you know, he, he just beginning so sweet um, every start nearly and um, and his will to win. Uh, but certainly the last six months, he, he has gone up to really high-class group uh, winning level in the last six months. Usually, the, yeah, they're supposed to be on a spiral uh, downwards. And um, he's so unique. Um, oh, yeah, I won't get another dog as young can run, have 100 starts and, and win a group one. Well, not just a group one, but the Australian Cup of all group ones. And it, it'll probably, it won't happen again, so we're just enjoying the moment. And... Um, Oh, it's been a hell of a ride with him. Yeah, as you should. Uh, Franklin Dino, the greyhound that I'm thinking of, 1991. Uh, I, f- I found it. Yeah, then anyway, so four, four years of age. Um, he's won over $800,000 in prize money now, David. It's quite incredible. He's on the brink of being the next million-dollar greyhound. What's next for him? Yeah, um, the owner was happy. Paul Connell, terrific guy, great family, loved their dogs, and they were happy to retire him. Um, after the race because they realised that, you know, he had done enough. He's been so good to everybody. and um, But then he uh, thought about it overnight in between recovering from celebrating and still keep, kept going the next day too. But, um, yeah, he thought that, just leave it up to me. And I just felt that Fernando Mix, sire Fernando Bale, uh, has got so many sons out there around Australia. Mm-hmm. And it's flooded, you know, it floods the sort of stud market. very hard, very competitive to get started. And, uh, you know, he can, he's good enough to keep racing. So we just felt that, you know, and then he ended up leaving it to me and I, I felt that he's got more to offer maybe in the next three months. Um, and hence, you know, it looks like the Perth Cup in two weeks. He won't race again to a Perth Cup heats. And then we'd love to give the Easter egg a go of, a real affinity with uh, the Easter egg, and I think he's a nice dog, albeit, you know, she's a pearl, just a superstar, and mm. he'll probably run into her at some point, but oh, I'd love him to have a go at uh, Wentworth Park, and then, yeah, we've been sounded out for the sand groper, um, similar to the Phoenix in Perth, so he's got a three, three decent races on his plate, and the owner, Paul Connell's been good enough to sort of let me go with it and do what we've got to try and do. Gee, there's some good options to have, David. There's no doubt about that. Is he a greyhound that you think would handle Wentworth Park? Yeah, he's very intelligent. He's a smart cookie. Um, he's, he loves being spoiled. Um, all our, our staff, part-time staff, um, they're just so kind and they're very smart. All of We're so lucky. We've got a brilliant team behind us. It's uh, maybe they're being taught well. I don't, I don't know, but geez, they're, they're so good, you know, my brother Jeff. And he just, the dog, he's a, he's a pleasure to train. Um, and all that he wants to do is, is race. And that, that's all he really wants to get out. He, he'd miss racing. Um, so we're sort of, uh, you know, I think we might have the three months in him. And uh, we'll just. Um, you know, after that, I think that'll be it anyway. If we're lucky enough to keep going, uh, that'll be it uh, in the next few months. And it doesn't matter how well he's going at that stage. Um, but yeah, it's all just, it's, it's so good to have everybody behind us and all comes together, you know, in mm. the big races. Yeah, absolutely. If it begins like he did on, on Saturday night, he'll, he'll take some stopping wherever he goes. He was just dynamite out of the boxes and he. 
left them all in his wake. Um, can you just elaborate a little bit on what you spoke about at the start around the backstory behind this greyhound and his name and um, the connection that you've got with the owner? Yeah, um, Paul Connell, uh, the owner, and with his family, had a close um, you know, family member, who uh, Mick, uh, who who actually the dog was named after, and he loved the dogs, and like they all do, just dogs dictate your lives, like us as well. They just, they run your life, and we got to work ourselves around them. And he, part own, um, he was involved with the dogs, and he was in with him as a little puppy, and um, uh, he sort of, and then, yeah, got cancer, and it was terrible. You know, he passed away, and and uh, he would have been a part, part owner. He never got to see him, of course, you know, he never got to see him run uh, a race. Never saw him at his first race. And um, and his, his wife, uh, Jill, she was there Saturday night. It was quite emotional. Um, but she was there. And, 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 gee, how fitting, you know, how fitting a result to, to, uh, to come off like that for her as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just, it's a nice little, you know, it's, I'm just glad to be part of those sort of stories in racing. I'm just really glad at a group one level, you know, one of the biggest races in the world, the Australian Cup, and it's well known around the world, you know, we've even got messages from, from overseas about it too, you know, and it was just, oh, it was a great night, man, I tell you. Yeah. It was a huge night. What a what a special story as well, and it isn't it great to see the way that racing can can bring people together, and it can be a very emotional thing at times. But that's a such a special story that you've told us there, David. Um, I just want to ask you about yourself as well, personally. You must be pinching yourself with what you've been able to achieve in the sport over the last five or six years. You've you've won a couple of Melbourne Cups, you won an Easter Egg, a Top Gun, and now you've won an Australian Cup. There's nothing you can't do. Yeah, look, yeah, the Hobart Thousand and the Laurels and that, we're just so thankful and lucky that over the years, um, you know, we just, we realise how fortunate we are. We've got a, a, we've got a breed that just through great chases, that's what's really helped. Um, even though Fernando Mick is not one of our breed, um, Paul had no aching moth, the mother, but all the others, they're sort of our breed, and uh, we're just lucky. Brilliant pace, most of them, but good chases. And it's just been that much of a ride with the Melbourne Cups and the Top Gun and and Easter Egg. And then this one, though, I think... we I did realise after the race, I just it hit me. It just went right... I had this feeling went over me. A lot of uh, my um, past, early past, a young kid going to Olympic Park and watching those in awe of those super trainers like Jim Coleman from New South Wales and the great dogs. And it just hit me after the race that this is just huge. This has put us up. Like Rose and myself have been, uh, you know, on, on another planet for quite a few years. But this one actually put us up. I felt like up in the stratosphere, man. You know, it was, um, it was just so special to win the Australian Cup. I, I just realised then it hit me. Walking back, I just, I just can't believe we've had so much success. I, I, I'm thinking, what, what have I done? You know, what have we done to deserve this? Mm. That, that's how I felt. It was so, so big. And when you're in racing involved like we are, and you pride yourself, you got, 
you know what you do, you you just think, geez, what how, how good is this? How good, you know? And and we thought our time in the sun it was over. You know, we might take ten years to get another Melbourne Cup winner or an Easter egg, and and Fernando Mick uh, sort of waltzes up as an old old dog, and bang he goes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you should believe it, David, because you, you're one of the best in the in the business. You've proven that. You've proven that time and time again, especially in these big races. So congratulations. How many greyhounds do you train at, currently at the moment? Yeah, we try and cap it at 14 race dogs. Uh, we usually have about another six or eight young ones that are either breaking in or pre-training. We're sorting them out, um, you know, getting ready to race. We breed one litter. We've got a great bunch of owners, half a dozen or so owners, um, and we keep we try to cap it at fourteen, um, and then I can have a real close control. Um, I find the way I work um, exactly what really hands on, um, but then I can also step away and raise myself as we got older. We'd like to travel a bit, yeah. and I can step back. My brother Jeff just takes over and. The brilliant staff I got with a nephew Ben, Benny Gill and his girlfriend Monica and Danny Smith and Dennis Fraser, Mickey Vaughan. You know we've got just an A team. I mentioned it. You know it came out the other night after the race. You know I just got an A team. And I really have met. That, that's it. It's just a special group of people that love the dogs like we do, and they're so kind to the dogs. And but they know their job too. You know they're very smart. I think there'll be a few fellow trainers in Victoria pretty happy just to hear that you're going to keep your numbers at a reasonably small level, David, and that you're happy to just go travelling here or there, here or there because an expanded David Gill uh, kennel could be a bit of a worry with your record that you've built over the last few years. Hey, congratulations on the win on Saturday night. So great to hear um, what a thrill it was for you and, and the team. Um, he's just a superstar, Fernando Mick. Uh, I love seeing him race. He's a special greyhound. I can I can see that. Well done, David. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Oh, good on you. Thanks very much, David Gill, joining us there. After-